episode eight of the Falls on a Hill podcast. I, as always, am your host Cal, and I am joined today by Liam. How are you? Hello, Callum. Smog. I'm also joined <laughs> by Yadu. How are you, pal? I, as always, am here. You are. Sadly. How's our week been, boys? Uh, an um, absolute nightmare, really. Splendidous. Um, splendidous. What does um what does Chris word, Eubank but... say when he's um he's at like Wimbledon? Stupendous. Stupendous. That's the word I was trying to go for. Stupendous. Stupendous. That's how it's been. <laughs> um, uh, it's been good. It's been good. Just listened to some, you know, some good music this week. Debatable. Well, one in particular. Some, some, one in particular. Yes. Is what I mean. Uh, nah. There's been a few good ones, but you know. nah. Mm-hmm. nah, nah. How's your week been, Colin? Jolly good, thank you. I feel like I've not stopped thinking about the podcast because <laughs> yeah. we've now we moved. Chance to. <laughs> we've now moved on to YouTube, guys. What? Oh my days! That wasn't even planned. That, but that worked out very well. Same um, way. So yesterday, I was literally oh, editing right. more than I was breathing. <laughs> um, we've put all the previous podcasts on YouTube, but they're just audio because. Although we said we're trying to do visual stuff, that's just not, it's not happening. happening. So we... we've go on. Should we take them through what our plans are for the visual go side on, of Yanni. things? Don't I'm give too much away. So you you take them through. Yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna keep a keep it bit vague. to this as a surprise. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Thanks, Liam. I'll see if I can speak. Um, <laughs> it's going to start off. By this time, you should hopefully already see the first video, actual yep. video. We're uh, all waiting on Liam, so that depends on him. Yes, but it should me. be up yesterday. I've got a little clip. Um, let us know if the animation's good. If not, then it direct is. your hatred towards Liam, because we have nothing to do with that. It's taken me hours um, so far, and it will take me many more hours until it's done, so please but be it, kind. It's going to be a visual of Under the Needle, and that's essentially what we're going to carry on doing for the rest of our lives, um, <laughs> <laughs> because... We've realised that just telling you we bought a pink vinyl, for example, isn't that interesting unless you can actually see it. And we want to branch out to the visual side, so that's the perfect one. Uh, This week, this Sunday, when it was released, yesterday, um, it's going to be a bit different. It's just our collection that we've had from Christmas up until this Thursday, the 21st, Mm -hmm. um, as of the time of recording this podcast, but don't let that confuse you please don't um every other week after this will be just weekly like you'll hear about on the actual podcast so you'll see those videos before this is released um and we'll direct you to the video in case you forget although you shouldn't because you must remember to like subscribe and ding that bell (laughs) Um, and then you'll be notified whenever we upload a video like we said all the previous podcasts are up there they're all just audio like Cal said because we never had the facility to record video and we won't be recording the podcast our standard ones our weekly ones as videos it'll only be for like special occasions such as when we're all together if that can happen Um, be nice if we could see each other again yeah. yeah it would be um we've got a couple of ideas um hopefully when it, we can see each other we're gonna be telling you about our previous experiences at gigs um mm. as well as we're gonna do little vlogs aren't we little vlogs if we can actually go to gigs again then we will be making our own vlogs mm-hmm. and you'll see that as well um i don't really want to give away too much 
Um, well, but... um, another thing I thought we could do, uh, I can't remember if we discussed this, but like with the latest Bombay Bicycle Club album, for example, mm-hmm. we all have that vinyl. And I, think, I thought we could do like an in-depth dive into like the actual pressing of it as opposed to the album itself, because we all rave about how good the pressing is. So I thought we could go more in-depth in specific albums. That could be quite cool. Let us know if that sounds interesting <laughs> to you. If it doesn't, then don't speak to us, please. Yes. Uh, we only like positive feedback here. Um, keep the vibes high, I checked. suppose. <laughs> I've checked. Um, and, yeah, well, we're not going to ruin any more of it. You'll see it when it's released, but you will be told on the pods. So don't go yes. anywhere. And follow us everywhere, but we'll get to that anyway. So, I think that's enough for the intro. I'd say it's about time that we uh, we get to the story. And does anyone know what's the story? The story, Annie, this week. Go on, Father. From the top. Um, was it last week we had something? Make it drop, that's some wet ass. <laughs> and um, on that same vein... Um, Record producer, <laughs> Phil Spector. <laughs> oh God, this isn't set up right. <laughs> doesn't feel Why right. Why did you laugh? Because you, you started seeing you whap. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, Phil Spector's died this week. Um, very well-known record producer. A lot of big names. Um, I guess a big influence in the industry. Also a murderer. Mm-hmm. Convicted. <laughs> so we're not going to sit too long on this one. <laughs> Um, I personally couldn't tell you really anything he's been involved with, but I know that he's a big name. John Lennon, a lot of John Lennon stuff. Um, worked with a lot of the like Let It Be tracks as well on there. Um, yeah. So, but from what I I know, a lot of people who like John and all the Beatles lot who did work with him said he was a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, he's a murderer, so yes. irredeemable in my eyes. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> because people can't change, okay? At some point, um, he did uh, some good work. Um, hasn't done any good work for a long time. Uh, apart from... No, I can't say that. No. <laughs> you can't say that. Anyway, he's dead. He's that. dead now. So, you know... Is he dead? Hopefully there's some... Um, um, do you think he's dead? Some <laughs> consolation or something. Is that the right word to the, the lady's family? I think it was cold. You are a radar detector. And um, yes, next news. Next one. On a happier note. Next one. Callum, you talk first one because I don't know what this means. These, there's too many words in this that just mean nothing to me. Um, <laughs> I also don't really know what this means, but um, I believe that um, the Wombats song "Group Tragedy" has become somewhat of a TikTok sensation. Yes, I don't know what the word is. Phenomenal um, hit. Yeah shite that people do the same thing to over and over again which you know is apparently entertaining mm. um, and the Wombats have apparently released the actual Oliver Nelson TikTok tonight version on Spotify who is Oliver Nelson? Um, I don't know is he a TikToker? Um, I don't know um, oh, I thought this was know. news that's good well we're trying to, trying to be um, <laughs> down with the kids be, <laughs> down with the kids yeah <laughs> I'm 23 years of age. I, sh- I have no right to be on TikTok. That's a very good point. Um, I stand by that. Wombats, uh, I think, who was it? Colin, you mentioned earlier, trying to just grasp onto that last shred of um, relevance. relevance. Um, I mean, whatever. I like them good back in them. the day. 
Yeah. They were great back in the day. Great uh, Liverpool band. Ironically, I've not liked a song since Greek Tragedy, and now this TikTok version has come out. You don't just like ruined that as well. Well, I've heard it, I've heard it a lot because Karis is quite often on TikTok. From what I understand, the pavement song Harness Your Hopes is uh, somewhat popular on TikTok. Yeah, so is Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Some, that's a it's new a generation of teenagers discovering Fight Club. That's what that is. Happens yeah. um, every TikTok year. TikTok is here to ruin all the best songs. Um, yes, so. it is. You heard it here first. Next up, um, a few <laughs> album... Don't ask me about this. <laughs> I mean, did, did you write this or did you... I'm confused where, well, this came... yeah, confused where this came from. Happy birthday to Dominic Fife. He's two years old. <laughs> right, so uh, we're on to, I think... Well, the, this one is an album album announcement, but Dominic Fike put a video up on Instagram with him smashing a pinata with, of the number two. And put yeah. something... Is it possibly a second album? I don't something... know if he has more than one album. <laughs> no, so he, he has one album out at the moment called What Else Could Go Wrong? Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. It's something like this something along this everything line. else what could possibly go wrong maybe it's something like that um, so he put this post up on Instagram and just put what's next and a silver medal and it's a little video of him hitting a two pinata with a song in the background you know like a 30 second clip sounds quite good I quite like Dominic Fike I was a bit disappointed by his album I liked his EP before and a few singles and stuff um, but the song in the background of this video sounds quite good to my ears sounds a bit more like his um EP, which is called Some Thank You or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you know. It's called something like that. Um, I'm going to search in the background while I'm going to the next one, which is a proper okay. album announcement. Yep. Callum, do you want to take uh, further, further news that I can't imagine any of us really know anything about, <laughs> but Tom Jones has uh, announced his new album, Surrounded by Time. Uh, is coming out on April 23rd so that's Ooh. something for us Welchies to look forward to yes it is yeah. correct Amanda also a new track with this um, which we'll talk about shortly yep yep um, another bit of news to behold is that Weezer have announced their second album of the year but it's coming before the one that they'd already announced uh, wow. this new one is called OK Human uh, and it's to be released on January twenty. Uh, it's quite soon, that, is that just I mean, is that just a um okay, a play on okay computer? Yeah, one hundred. Well, the other album's yeah. called Van Weezer, which is like Brilliant. Van. Yeah, Hayden, so, yeah. Say. So that's going to be like more of a rocky sound, Jesus. not rocky the film. I'm sure you got that. So Van Weezer's still coming out on May the seventh. Oh, thank God! Don't, don't panic. Just but do you know what I I think would be the best scenario here. They, they, they just cancelled both of them. <laughs> yeah. Stop making music forever. They should do more cover albums like the Teal album. That was quite good. There's some good that covers right, on yeah. there. Mm. Um, or they should have just stopped in 95 when they released Pinkerton. 95? 96 maybe? No, no, no. You can't say that. There's been Pork and Beans is a good song. There's okay, well, what's the green al- what, So what's that? The third album. Okay. So they should have done they should have done the Blue album, should have done Pinkerton and then just uh, a best of <laughs> of no, no, future of, yeah. songs yeah. <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pork and beans uh, all those uh, lovely jacks holiday uh, yeah Beverly Hills all those hash five, I wanna be. hash five yeah all the good ones um, I'm not excited for these no nope. great my excitement has dwindled even since hearing the first track that they've released from it yes we will and my excitement was already on the floor we will talk about that <laughs> shortly um, they 
Rivers, Rivers, Cuomo, uh, hmm. just needs to stop. He's got the magic in him. <laughs> Wonderful. Next up, uh, <laughs> our last bit of news. I just want to quickly say that EP was called Don't Forget About Me by Dominic Fike. I did uh, check out. <laughs> um, <laughs> funnily nice. enough, the, our last bit of news here. Um, you missed one. Hmm? You've missed one. I'm You've moving. missed one. Just read above it. I just moved it because it's another album announcement. Royal Blood have announced their oh, third that's album, not on Typhoons. Uh, I'll do it, mate. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, to be released April 30th. <laughs> alongside that, they've also released a song of the same title, which we will shortly be discussing with you. Um, that's enough said about that, really. Uh, <laughs> and the, do you want to give it too much airtime? No. The uh, the final bit of news. Um, cries all around. Fast and briefing cancelled. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm not really fussed. It's probably for the best, isn't it? Really. Yeah. A field full of people isn't really the safest thing. Probably a good idea. They um. This, so this is for people that bought tickets because it, it, there was a, a thing that came out saying if you bought tickets, <laughs> it's only cancelled for them. Everyone watched <laughs> yeah. it on telly. It's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> mid sentence. Um. So they they put a, a statement out saying that um for anyone that bought tickets in October of 2019, um, really? your tickets will still be valid. Um. And that reminded me that I actually tried to buy tickets in October of 19 yeah, for 2020 and didn't get them. So I don't really care. I've, I'm, fuck them all. I don't want, I don't want to go anymore. Anyway. Um, Every, everyone who I was going to go with, I told them about 40 times to put their ID online and put their picture on. And then when the day came, none of them had. Yeah. Well, I was prepared, but um, just didn't get tickets, which was... I don't believe you were prepared for one oh, second. I had multiple computers and phones and so much going on. Wow. First world problems, eh? First world problems. But that's our last bit of news, so sorry to anyone that was supposed to go to Glastonbury for the last six years or whatever. Um, you're going to have to wait <laughs> another six, probably, to be honest. It's all right. BBC Three will have us covered, as always. Yeah, we'll see all the highlights on there. We'll um, get to see that Arctic Monkeys 2013 set again. On the blue button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good old... Oh, yeah. It was a good set, to be fair. It was a very good set. It was. Um, Aye. <laughs> talking about good sets, um, I think what have we got up next here, Yanni? <laughs> I don't know, but I can feel it burning already. <laughs> oh, 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 would you say <laughs> it's, it's almost hot? That's that's how I describe it, Liam. But how else would you describe this? I'd next say segment? it's um, it's hot off the press. Gallum, 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 Gallum. Is it hot? Is it hot, mate? Do you know what, mate? My spare ribs are scorching. Oh, what was that noise? That's me. What was the noise? I don't know. I didn't hear a noise. It's excitable. Oh, that was an excitable noise. Liam's mouth. Uh, Liam's <laughs> belly. <just. laughs> um, yeah, so I listened to Spare Ribs by Sleeping Mods uh, this week. Um, I've tried many times to get into Sleeping Mods in the past. And um, I've only ever really got into the odd single. Never really got into any albums. However, that has changed with this album. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know if either of you have listened to it. I can't yes. imagine Yanni has. No, he's not. He's shaking of course his Yanni head. Hasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is by far and away my favourite collective work from Sleeping Mods. I think um, the lyrics are always very on the nose with sleeper mods and they're delivered in a very humorous and poignant way um one of my favorite lyrics 
well, I can't remember one of my favorite lyrics because it was on elocution, but he called someone a wanker. It made me laugh. Mm. Um, but on the new brick, Jason Williamson, the lead singer, says, "We're all so Tory tired," and isn't that true? Bloody hell, that is. Isn't that bang very on true? Well, if you're <laughs> um, a Tory, no. I think they probably are at this point. This album was recorded in a three-week period after lockdown one, which feels like it was about five years ago at this point. Um, a slight um, downfall of the album is that I think, well, they have quite a generic, not a generic style, but their style kind of remains the same throughout. Mm-hmm. And I think it was quite quite samey, the album, but it was great nonetheless. Um, my favourite tracks are Shortcomings, Nudge It, which is my favourite track Stephen Lawrence have probably ever done. Maybe mm-hmm. since Job Seeker and Ibiza Freak Prodigy. Uh, anyway, uh, Elocution, Top Room, More For Mindy and I Don't Rate You are also my top tracks. I think it's a very good album if you want a nice social commentary from the shit show that is living in the United Kingdom currently. Yes. This might be the album for you. And that is why I'm giving it a very lovely four stars out of five. Oh, oh yeah. my lord. Beautiful. Liam, nice. what did you think of the album, my son? So, I've never really been into Sleep With Mods. Um, probably like you, Callum. Maybe yep. pounced off them a bit more. Um, the singles running up to this didn't really get into any of them, apart from Nudget, which I'll come back to. And listen to it in full. I can appreciate it as a body of work and the wordplay and stuff. It's not really wordplay because it's pretty just like, you're all wankers, basically. Um, <laughs> it's true most of the time. Um, but what he's saying is is spot on, I guess, and quite humorous in spots. I think musically is where it falls down. I, I, it's not that I don't like it. I just... They're two very kind of um, basic kind of styles that together just seems too basic um, so yeah nothing really shone for me throughout but Nudge It with Amy Taylor is incredible I actually think that's really good definitely the best off this album mm-hmm. one of the best songs so far of 21, 2021 um, and that has a bit more musically as well I feel like there's just a bit more like bass in there it keeps it going a bit more and a bit more yeah. um, variability Throughout variation. the track, variation. Thank you, Annie. Keep me, right. keep me saying that. Uh, and Amy Taylor sounds great on it as well. So, yeah, I'd say I love Nudge It. The rest of the album is fine. Um, it's it just don't think they're for me, really. Yeah, that's fair enough. They are very love them or hate them. Marmite. Yeah, there's definitely no in between. I, th- I think. But yes. there we are. Very good. I'm a fan. Thank you, Colin. I like the album. Four out of five, if you're listening, Sleaford Mods. Solid. Four out of five. You lucky sods. Well, they might be. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might be. They might be. <laughs> oh. Very good. Liam. Whoa, that was peaky. That was peaky. Blinders? Um, Liam, please, I'm interested Definitely in speed. your life and particularly what Where you, you to listen to this week. Okay, so I listened to the album Cheetah, and that's not the animal Cheetah. That's a Cheetah. Uh, a member of uh, a couple that is uh, rife 
infidelity. I couldn't put my words together. Is that what you say? Is no, no, that's is infidelity. Infidelity was right. Moving on. Could you say someone is infidelity? What's the right word there? Anyway. Uh, someone is a cheater. Oh, perfect. Up. Cheater by Pompoko. Um, this is the sophomore album from Pompoko, a Norway band. Sophomore means second, yeah? Let me just double check that. Yes. Second, great. I think I did that on my... You did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hadn't heard of them before this album. I had heard one of the songs, sorry, just randomly. I actually think Liar. we it was while we were doing the podcast and we missed it off. And I guess we never covered it again. That was a song Like a Lady. Um but I very much enjoyed this album. I think it's a very interesting album. Very interesting sonics throughout. Kind of heavy in some parts. And then there's kind of some space and lightness, I guess. Um, a kind of like Pixies, quiet, loud, quiet, or loud, quiet, loud, whatever it's thing. Lots of dynamic range, Lots would you dynamic say? Dynamic range, yeah. It's, it hits mm. you and then it just steps back without you realising. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love got good guitar work and bass sounds and riffs used throughout. Um, there's a lot going on in some places, but it never seems too hectic, uh, and it, it's always kind of balanced out by the quieter moments. Um, the singer's voice, talking of Marmite, um, I would say could be like Marmite for some people, but I really love that female singer, very kind of high register, um, and that kind of Scandinavian sound, I'd say. I, I've nothing to base that oh, on. Yes. But, that infamous Scandinavian sound. Yeah, I feel like most bands from Scandinavia, Scandinavia. Um, <laughs> often have a similar voice. Um, but I love it. Um, you have songs like um, Baroque, Baroque, Baroque. How would you pronounce that? Baroque. No, not Baroque. Baroque like the Baroque period. I'd say Baroque. Baroque yeah, Obama. Baroque. Definitely not Baroque. Baroque. Uh, song Baroque Denial. Um, I think vocally and the melody and the vocals could definitely be like a pop song. But there's some very cool stuff with the guitar and bass going on that makes it very much not a pop song. So it's quite interesting. Top tracks, mm. I'd say Like a Lady, Danger Baby, Curly Romance. Um, all, all good names as well, songs. That's why I call you, isn't it? Cur- yeah, <laughs> Curly Romance. <laughs> and I call you Danger Baby. I would say Callum's Like a Lady sometimes. Um, oh, I, yeah, but the whole album, I, um, I do quite like all the songs. I think the song Body Level is a great way to finish the album off as well. On their Spotify, it mentions that they have jazz school trick, like do you know, like the about section Spotify. So they had jazz co- jazz school training, which I didn't look any more into, but kind of makes sense. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you good. mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> good journalism. Real benefit um, to this conversation. But I think it um, that makes sense, and it also described their sound as sugary and explosive, which again makes absolute sense. And it's inspired by math rock, post-punk, West African music, and weird pop bands. Um, again, agree with all that. What's a weird pop band? Define it, a weird. Pop I think it name-checked. It actually said like Deer Hunter. I think. Um, I didn't include. Sorry, Deer Hoof. Deer Hoof. Hoof. Um, <laughs> who I've not. Hoof. Deer Hoof. Who I've not listened to, but I might listen to Deer Hoof. Actually, that sounds like a cool name for a band. Um. But yeah, very unique band, definitely. Oh, I'm apparently playing some Deer Huff in the background. That's drum. No, don't do that. Actually, right. The drum beat sounded quite good, actually. So I might have to. Um, yeah, very unique band. I'm already looking forward to hearing more from them, and I will certainly be going back to their first album. Um, and for me, it's a solid four out of five. 
Bloody I don't really hell. have much to um negative to say about it. It just doesn't What's quite cut the hundred uh, percent marker. Doesn't butter the biscuit. But solid, solid four out of five. Mm. Did you either of you listen to this at all? Absolutely not. Of course I didn't. I Great. I did um, on the way to Tesco, mm-hmm. but um, I found it was quite forgettable. Um, oh. I don't remember listening to anything after Danger Baby. On the way to Tesco, isn't that a Steve Mod song? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember listening to anything after Danger Baby, but I definitely did. That's good. So I think wow. that says a lot about my Thanks, thoughts Carl. on the album. Um, but I I really liked Like a Lady, Andrew. Mr. Candidacy? Yeah, I think it's Candidacy. Yeah. My Candidacy. And Danger Baby. Oh, is it mine? My I've can- written Mr. My Candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Candidacy. <laughs> uh, and I like Danger Baby as well, but yeah. It took a few listens for me to kind of yeah to kind of yeah, break think... tracks up and make sense in my head a little bit more. Yeah, I think you mentioned that the the vocals were a bit marmite and they were a bit hard to grasp. Yeah, I think it helped that the which, uh... the first single I heard was "Like a Lady," which is probably the it kind of throws you in the deep end of that like high vocals. Mm. Um. And I like that straight away, so I kind of just got used to it. I think I remember listening to that, but I wasn't that keen. But I liked it in terms of the album. So that says if I carried on listening, I'd probably like them more. Cool. Did you did you say you listened to a track, Yanni, that you liked? I listened to one, but it, you've got about as much luck as I do with uh, remembering <laughs> which one okay. I actually listened to. I, I, I think I enjoyed the music, but again, wasn't too keen on the vocal aspect of it. But, you know... My opinion means fuck all. It does. It does. And on that, Yanni, um, your opinion, please, on your album of the week. What is it? Of course. Um, it is Painting the Roses by Midnight Sister. Um, this one, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll just, just, go through, just give you a little bit of taste, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, soul, disco, pop style, all genres that I'm just naming. Um, <laughs> Every now and then, um, it has like a Mellotron instrument being played at some point, and for me in my brain, that's hard to separate from the Beatles. So anytime <laughs> I hear a Mellotron being played, I'm like, oh, I'm listening to the Beatles, obviously. Um, <laughs> famously, the only band uh, to use a Mellotron. Famously, uh, I really liked the music in pretty much all the tracks. The vocals, I wasn't that keen on. It was a bit too. <laughs> like that kind of like I don't know how to bottom of your mouth kind of like oh, kind of I don't know it just didn't really gel oh, with one me. more time no um, <laughs> I <laughs> I really like the solo section I call it the solo section because it was like different parts it wasn't just like a guitar solo in Satellite there was like reverse guitar and like lots of weird weird instrumental choices that were put in uh, most of it was quite funky, quite upbeat. Um, the only song that really threw me by surprise, which I mentioned before we started recording, was my elevator song. Uh, it's extremely. It's song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. I got it. Um, gets really odd in like in comparison to the rest of the album. It's very strange and almost scary. Uh, with like That's the positive. first couple of the pattern that it has 
and then it just gets even weirder later on. So a very odd song. Um, standout tracks for me, uh, Foxes. I really like the vocals on that. Um, even though I said that the vocals didn't really gel with me, there was more going on background-wise that I did like. Um, and Limousine, it was really funky. And I thought, uh, was just funky. Love the vibes, bro. That was my note on that. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really expecting much because I've literally never heard of this group before, this duo, from what I gather it's a duo. Um, but it was very good. I've really enjoyed it, and I'd recommend that you give it a listen. Um, I would rate it three out of five, and that's only because I've been given... I've not been given. I've only had half an hour to essentially listen to this album. Um, and I feel like I might like it more, but I don't know. I also feel like I won't be going back to it, but it's still good. The music is very, very good. But mm-hmm. yeah, the like I said, the vocals just didn't really do a lot for me. Um, but yeah, did you listen to this at all anyone? Okay. No. Know. I did. Um, I only listened to, listened to it today, and mm. I very much enjoyed it. I wasn't paying particular attention to it. I was working as well at the same time. Um, mm. which I wasn't paying particular attention to that either. I was just mostly staring <laughs> at the wall. Um, <laughs> but Typical day. Yeah, it's my, it's my day. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it sounded funky. It sounded weird in places, unusual. Yeah. Like it, it took you in like ways that I didn't expect. I wouldn't expect. Um, quite liked it vocally, I think. Um, it was one that I only listened to today, and I knew I wouldn't get a chance to listen to it again um, today. So I've only knew I'd only have one listen essentially, and but I am planning on listening to it again because I did enjoy it. To be fair, um, mm. I think it's definitely worth a listen for anyone listening. <laughs> I think three out of five. <laughs> Thank you. I think three out of five is definitely fair for only a listen. Yeah, I could see I mean, that improving. Personally, I listened to one of them earlier on like on my lunch and I think that was the tight uh, the opener um which I did like um but yeah like the first half I'd say I preferred to the second half definitely overall um yeah Doctor Says that was the first one I listened to and I like that um but yeah I don't know it's I wish I had more time in my life guys but unfortunately mm. I don't but it was still enjoyable nonetheless and that was a surprise because this was a very last minute choice um, so I'm glad it was this rather than <laughs> your other choices <laughs> uh, Yumi at 6 she <laughs> <laughs> um, very almost was <laughs> so if you want our review on Yumi at 6 uh, we don't care enough to listen to it so there's our review thank you Yanni very much for that, that you're very welcome now we're going to move on to the singles of the uh, week of the week uh, starting off with a new KSI track featuring Anne-Marie and Digital Farm Animals called Don't Play. Um, it's decent, yep. I yeah. suppose, mm. for the genre. Um, it's not as good as the one Craig David. Uh, hands down, that is the best thing KSI has been on. <laughs> uh, besides, like, The Gift. No, The Gift that they released for the Sidemen like, Christmas special and um, what's the pull like a diss track I'll oh, pull oh, up yeah, I forgot about pull that up to yeah but I mean Jamie makes that song doesn't he he does so yeah. he makes every song he's on 
Um, anyway, yeah, that was with the guys like it as well. The song, don't play. Yep, it's not my genre, as I'm mm. sure everyone knows. But um, I genuinely think it is very good. Um, I think there's always a danger because I'm well. Growing up, I was a big KSI fan, mm. um, so I sometimes feel like my childhood kind of plays a part in my opinion of his music. But I genuinely think it's quite good. I think he's definitely becoming a better rapper. Well, on that, I was going to say that he he's shooting the styles that aren't rap. Yeah, more he's, so he, than his actual rap. More so going, he does. Going yeah. the pop the pop tunes are better than like the grime esque tunes. Yeah. from his album. He's Without shooting that. these styles more than he is his own, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I, he's. Yeah. I think he's releasing another album this year, okay. and I could imagine it will go more down this route because it's definitely better success, better more chart success. Yeah, <laughs> English. I'm very better tired. success. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, you've not said much. I've I've any... listened to it. Um, Can I just quickly say sorry, Liam? You're very loud. You just move back ever so. Sincerest apologies, sir. Are we okay? <laughs> um, I would <laughs> say. Uh, I've only listened to it once. I quite like the instrumental. I thought it's the best I've heard of KSI. From what I've very little listened to him, he sounded didn't sound like KSI rapping. KSI rapping. It sounded like a rapper. If that makes sense, it sounded more more professional. (laughs) Yeah, I do know. I do know you mean. I do know. Yeah. So. he does know what you mean. He does know. Thank you. What so you yeah, mean. the best I've heard of him. I had a good garage beat, old school garage beat, which I appreciated. Um, yes. Yes. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Are you talking about old you... school? Hmm? Oh god, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, did you listen on. to the one he did with Craig David? I'm pointing behind me every time I say that. <laughs> Let me just. Did you listen to it? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I did. We did it for this, and I think I liked it, yeah. but I haven't listened to it again since. Anyway. Um, Tom Talking Jones? of old school, <laughs> Tom Jones. You hear, baby. Um, as we previously alluded to, hey, um, he has announced a new album, and the lead single, I believe, from this is "Talking Reality Television Blues." Anyone listen to it? Nope. Yep. Liam, I actually really liked it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really. good. I don't know if it was ironic or not, but I really liked it. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I don't. I don't think it was. I, don't, I kind of. I was kind of listening to thinking like I listened to like a basically an old man singing about reality TV, <laughs> and, and it was like it's spoken word, isn't it? It's called talking blues, basically. So it's yeah. kind of like, is this actually good? And I was like, no, this is this is really good. <laughs> I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Music instrumentally, it was very good as well. And yeah, I think he what he was talking about and the way he yeah. sounded was. Trey BN. Yeah. Instrumentally, it sounded very modern. Like, I was not expecting mm. the sound that came out of it mm-hmm. to come out of it. But um, Okay, wow. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it now. This is not what I expected. I'm interested to know no. who did the guitar work, if it's anyone known. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know. But um, I feel like sometimes, I-, I felt like a bit when I was listening to it a few times, that... Um, we're missing he's got a great voice mm-hmm. I missed a bit of it it would have been nice yep. if like maybe the chorus was a bit sung to like break it up but I think overall it's it's good yeah I think I really liked it lyrically it might have been a bit on the nose at points 
but I've only listened to it once, so maybe it's just me. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking too much about it. Because when it started, and I, of, um... Go on. I was just saying, when it started and I kind of realised what it was and what it was about, I was kind of, I was expecting worse, and so I think I had set myself up for that, but I don't think it, I think it was actually really good. Yeah, I think it was really good. <laughs> yeah. On a, uh, with two choices here, which one would you pick? So, it's unusual or it's not unusual? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? For this song? Yes. Uh, I would say it's unusual. There we go. But it's not unusual to, to be loved by To be loved by anyone. That's true. Um, I just wanted to say one more thing on this, which was... Absolutely not. It was still quite um, old bluesy style as well, which is nice. I don't feel like... Yeah. There's been very little new blues music from what I've heard. Well, anyway. have you been looking for new blues I haven't been listening, looking for new blues music. I'm sure there is, especially in the years that have been before us. I'm sure some people have been writing the blues, but... Um, <laughs> Writing the blues. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Jones, for soundtracking our lives. Uh, next up, we have Wales. <laughs> we have Leeds band Yard Act and their new single "Dark Days." You what? You what? Um, Yanni, have you listened to this? I, yeah. Before we started recording, I just said that I quickly hit this listen, and it was uh, very good from the snippet I heard. Um, I don't think I've really. I've not been massively attached to them. Like I've not grown to love them as much as you two have, um, as instantly as you did. Um, but I will go back and listen to it because this is the whole EP's been released now, isn't it? No, it's just the way some bands do this on Spotify now or whatever, yeah, where well, they just yeah. release them all as sync, like together in one. The latest single the has the previous singles with them. The lead singer has said that um, now this is the final single before they start work on their album. Yeah. So none of these will be on an album, which makes me very sad about the fact that I've not got any of the vinyl, apart, particularly one with Fixer Upper on, because yeah. that is my favourite. Spoiler. It's a shame. Um, but I've got, to, I've got to say, I love this band. I've not been this excited or like attached to a band who have like this small amount of songs released for some time. Like, yeah. I'm very excited to see what, what more they do. I'm actually very happy that, uh, that they definitely say that none of these songs will be on the album or have you just kind of yeah. extrapolated that? No, no, no I, I, I read that somewhere. Well, that's, I think that's great because I'm, I'm looking forward to like 10 brand new songs from hopefully. Yeah, that is true. Um, true. But yeah, I think Dark Days is great. I think it's their most kind of what, conventional. conventional, what's the word, um, song so far in terms of structure but um, still definitely Yard Act, still just Brilliant. Just really good. <laughs> I don't really know what yeah, else to really, say. Really, really good. Definitely gotta go and catch them live. Yes. Um yes, for many reasons, which I guess we'll cover on later. Um yeah, cool. Next one. Uh we have Deep Valley. Deep spot with an A. D E A P. Deep Valley. And Jenny Lee, um of Warpaint Fame, Jenny Lee Limburg. Um and the song Look Away. Now, have we listened to this, boys? I yeah. have. I thought it was a good tune. I don't have much to say on it, so I'll let you carry on with it. Yeah. But um, I, I thought it was oh a good God. tune, but the bass line reminded me of New Song. Why it, the fuck did you say you let me carry on? Then? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, after, to me. Speak. Let, after me. 
After oh, me. If, um, bef- you know what? Uh, you... The baseline reminded me of New Song by Warpaint. And I'm aware song. she is from Warpaint. But it just sounded, it, whether or not it was in the same key, but it just sounded very similar. Yanni, you can now talk. Thanks, son. Um, I was disappointed by the song, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> glad you let me speak. Um, no, uh, yeah, I was excited when I saw Johnny Lee was attached to it. Um, I know it, this is like the only song that she's going to be on from this album or EP, whatever it is that they're releasing. Deep Valley, I mean, now. Um, but they have got other artists that are also of high profile featuring on some of the songs, if I remember correctly, when I looked. But um, yeah, I was hoping for something a bit more than what was actually delivered, unfortunately. Yeah, um, it didn't. Um, it didn't do it was fine like i thought i kind of similar to what you just said column and i don't really have much more to add i would say that i also got a bit of a war paint vibe it seemed like i listened to it and i was like oh this is the most kind of war painty thing i feel like i've heard for a while like a new thing um definitely more so than jenny lee, jenny lee's solo stuff but what's that song by jenny lee that i know yeah never never that's a great tune is that a solo song yeah, mm-hmm. very. It's quite shoegazy. Okay. Kind of. mm. um, it's probably well like it. Yeah, probably not. Uh, and that's, I think, enough on that, on that one. On to things we don't like. Um, Weezer. <laughs> All our least favorite songs. Yeah, Weezer in their song. All my favorite songs. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's so bland. It's just so bland. Mm-hmm. It's like well written and it's got a good chord progression, but it's very basic and it's just not that interesting and. I'm. I just. I'm sick of him singing about just stupid things, like his his favorite songs. I don't care anymore. But they always wrote about stupid things. Yeah, I know, and I'm. I'm sick of it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like I'm aware. You know, today I flicked through a few songs from. I've mentioned this before. Um, these two albums before Blue Album Pinkerton, and great songs. And they are all about stupid things in one way or another. Apart from in my garage, that is practically gospel. Um, but like, I'm just, I'm just sick of it. Just like you can't. I don't need to. I just don't need it. I don't need it. It's just, it's not bad, but it's most certainly not good. Yeah, I agree with that. Like he he can't not be a good songwriter. If that makes sense. Like he is a very good songwriter. I'd say, um, and the band are good at writing songs, but there's just no need um, for it. Yeah, talking of bands that have most certainly hit their peak, yeah, we have Foo Fighters with this song. With waiting on a war. Yeah, I'm waiting on a good song to be released <laughs> by Foo Fighters. More like, yeah, they got a bit more excited at the end, but very minimally, minimally excited. I think it, the yeah, distortion pedal it. came on, mm. and that was probably. Middling as best, I would they're, say. They're even they're doing their like live streams now, and they're even making their old songs sound fucking boring. <laughs> like times like these, which is you know a bop, um, it's like they're it's just so boring to listen to now because it's him and some guy playing like a, a synth keyboard, which sounds like an organ, um, for like I don't know four minutes practically, and then at the end the the full band come in, um, and even though it's kind of excited when the full band come in why would you make a song that's so good as times like these and then just make it b- more dull <laughs> um, yeah. 
So it's interesting yeah, you say um, that because I think the Pretender came on the other day for me, and it got me thinking: um, Have Foo Fighters ever been good? Yeah, they no, have. I love yeah, and I love uh, I love uh, the Pretender and I love times like these and Monkey Wrench and all the good ones. But are they, so are, you're admitting no, them but that they are they? Uh, but it got me thinking: Are they actually that good? I don't know. Like, yes. all these would would waiting on a war have been that song that was released back then with the same nostalgia? I don't uh, feel no, like it's that not. different. No, no, it is though. There's okay. not that excitement because their last album, okay, Concrete Gold, had Run on, that which was as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Fuck it, yes." That's like a metal amazing. tune, exactly. And it's then great. there's another song off that one as well, which I can't for the life this of me. Sky is a neighborhood. I hope it's no, not. That's no, it wasn't that. Shit. Um, the bottom. line, the line. I quite the like that good. from. Yeah. So I'm being you're wrong. I'm being essentially. Um, but this song's bad. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Undeniably. Sorry. It's but it's, no, it it's just not it's good. Bad. There was something about <laughs> it that. Um, it's very bad. Reminds me of Nirvana, but I don't know why. Is it oh, the fact that Dave Crow was in the Valley? No. What? Dave No, there was some kind of there was um some chord progression somewhere. Don't know. I've forget about it. Um but yeah, just not interesting. Yeah, just not interesting. On to the next one. We have a remix remix um of the Fontaine's DC song A Hero's Death by Soul Soul Wax. Soul Wax. Um, did either right. of you listen to this? No, sorry. Callum? Um, I listened to a bit of it and I got very bored. Oh. However, I must say, I've seen Soul Wax live and fuck me, they were fucking class. Okay, thanks. Move on. Callum. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> I quite like this. I think it's actually, I, I often find with remixes of like. Um, rock songs or whatever you want to describe this as punk song um, the, the vocals never work typically they never work and I've mm. actually quite found although when it first starts because he's got quite a unique vocal style it's quite abrasive at first it actually works quite well I'm currently listening to it and yeah I quite like yeah. it for once it for once the, the vocals and the, the the tune that's put behind it are in the same key that's one mm. thing that t- seems to never happen, and the words are lined up properly, and the music itself, what Soulwax has put into it's really good. And I like I like Fontaine's DC anyway, so I think it works really well. I think it works because he repeats himself a lot, yes. and it's dance music essentially. Yeah. So his delivery that automatically happens. His delivery yeah. and his kind of repetitiveness and stuff really somehow lends to this kind yeah. of music very well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Quite like that. Actually, I'm quite impressed with that. Oh, uh, Cal- Callum, have you ever listened to Fontaine's DC? Um, I like um, A Hero's Death, which I know is your least favorite from. How do you, album, how do you know that? Because <laughs> I, it's almost like we're friends and we talk. He listens to you, mate. When, when have <laughs> I ever said that? Um, I feel like um, on a previous pod, maybe a practice. I don't feel like we've ever talked about them. That's the only reason I asked because I don't actually know if you like them or not. I'm pretty sure you told me that song. Maybe at one point it was. Um, I, 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 I don't you really like the first album. You really like the first album, and I think I might have messaged you saying, "Oh, I really like a hero's death," because I wasn't really a big fan of. The first I think album. when it was released yeah. as a single, I wasn't a massive fan of it. So yeah, I, I've since I since quite like it. Um, 
within the album because there are other songs that aren't as good <laughs> so kind of boosts it up fair enough um, okay on to the next one Callum you walk us through this Please one don't no I, okay, it's shit. I don't want it's to it's Billie Eilish feet <laughs> Rosalia with Lova Olvador <laughs> shut up I'm okay. pretty 100% certain I'll take you on to it for the TV it's for show it's the TV show yeah it's shit okay not the show the t- I watched a bit of the show it was alright purely for Zendaya I'm not gonna lie um okay it's just a song shit I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it okay, I didn't listen to this did you listen to this of course I didn't listen to it mate no. okay cool no. just move on. on move on shit move along we have the song Skingman by Getz and <laughs> <laughs> Stormzy <laughs> does it quite have the same ring yeah. does it Skink no. I've, put, I've put this on purely Skink to hear man. you say Skingman Skink um, it's alright isn't it it's alright uh is it? It's all right. Like, there's nothing. The um the third, so I guess it's Gets that does the first verse, then Stormzy, and then Gets comes in again, I think, and just sounds oh, really okay. bad. I don't like Gets's flow I didn't, delivery. Didn't his, like voice, his, flow, his voice, uh, yeah, doesn't gel with me. Yeah, I thought the the hook. I was gonna say chorus. I guess not chorus. The hook uh, was in, is fine. It just says Skeng. Skengman. Fine. Next one up on the list, we have Japanese band Chai and their <laughs> new song Action. Colin, I heard that sign and I see the shake of that head. Yep, no. You ever listened to Chai before? No. Nope. Okay. Yanni, have you listened to Don't come to me. Okay. Father, okay, please. I will speak. I've listened to Chai. <laughs> I quite liked both of their first two albums, Pink and Punk. Um, but before this, they're uh, all female band, um, and that's why Callum hates them. Yeah, I, I knew that. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Um, I don't know why I thought to mention that. It's just I'm, I'm trying to go through it in my head. What I'm actually trying to say here: uh, a, uh, a band. <laughs> they're a band <laughs> that play instruments. Okay, um, typical rock band style, kind of thing. Um, whereas this song is a lot more like electronic. Uh, not electronic. Other songs are quite like rocky. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm listening to it right now, and this is like the complete. It's completely different. Of... It's completely different. But I, I really I like quite it. like this. I, I quite like it. I like this. Um, apart from the, the female vocal, <laughs> I, I don't like how like uh, how high it is. It's hard to get used think, to. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. They're all obviously native Japanese speakers, and a lot of the lyrics and stuff on the first two albums, they they sing in Japanese quite a lot. Um. But also, I don't mind that. It's just... but also speak in singing English, and it's very badly translated half time, um, <laughs> which is quite quite funny, I think, most of the time. And you can kind of work out, try and work out what they're saying and uh, what they actually mean. Um, but yeah, I guess when a very strong Japanese accent when she's singing English, which kind of is a bit something to get used to, I guess. But I liked it. But it's definitely different to their old stuff. Definitely. Okay. Um, and that's Moving on. Two more. Moving on. We have. Hope you're still with us. Please. Hold on. The song. <laughs> what? Um, are you doing this, Callum? Yanni and I are doing this right now. I'm not doing, doing what? it. Oh, no, I'm. I'm not. Uh, dry January, mate. Oh, Yanni's not. Sorry. Drinking on a school night. Um. He's a little liar. Cheers. By the band Gone Dogs. Assume you pronounce it that way. Uh, thoughts? I quite liked it. 
thought it was quite good. I thought it was a bit too long. Uh, the outro just I turned it off before the outro ended. But um, yeah, I quite liked it. It's on. I've added it to a playlist. I only heard it once, but it entertained me. So that's all you can ask for, I suppose. <laughs> it is. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> Um, I that's me, that's me done. <laughs> <Thanks> <laughs> I liked it too. I don't really have much more to say to it. I've only listened to it once. Um, Yanni, enlighten us as you're listening to it now. I'm not actually. I I, oh, I tried wow. to get it to play, but it won't load. Yanni <laughs> oh, um, yeah, has nothing to say on this one, so okay. I don't have anything. I recommend you listen you to know? it. It's quite good. Yeah, uh, and lastly, we have Club Sabbath by Baby Strange. Now I believe Yanni. Hmm. We have seen Baby Strange. I have too. Yes. Did they support Jamie T? Mm, yes. Yeah, because they covered Young Folks, didn't they? That was it. Yeah. What a, what a mental kick that was. was I also saw them. Not with you two. Um, no one cares. At then. Leeds <laughs> Festival. You what? You what? Um, when was that? <laughs> 2014, maybe. Um, wow time has back passed. and I feel like they haven't really done anything since around then I think I saw they put an album in 2016 but um so they have though. so they ha- but not for a few <laughs> years at least um but I guess they must have been pretty fresh when I saw them I remember them being like the name being bandied around a bit in like enemy and stuff at the time so I went to go and see them and that was the last time anyone read enemy yeah mm. it probably was around the same time <laughs> I had a load of those articles stuck up on the wall um but I saw some of their set leads back all the way back then, well, not seven years ago almost, and they covered um, Psycho Killer. It's really good. Kaskasay. It was really good. Kaskasay. Fa 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 fa. Yeah, it was really good. It was better than what I heard of all their own stuff. <laughs> I, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, to be fair, if you're covering folks. Talking Heads, that's going to be. Yeah, well, young I, folks to be was honest, the highlight of that. I did, I did feel like young folks was the highlight of their their <laughs> set when we saw them as well. Yeah, they were good at doing uh, doing psycho killer. The crowd were loving it. Uh, this song, uh, middling at best. Yeah, it's alright. Meh. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, uh, be interested to see what they do. Like I mentioned, they've been gone for a few years. Maybe not since 2014. Maybe they haven't. We don't know anything about them. Five years. No, the last album came out in 16, so it's been about five years. Um, so we'll see. But anyway, I am bored of this section, so it's time to move on to the album spot. It's not yet. It's not. It's certainly not. It's, it's certainly not. not, is it? No. It's definitely not. Not when you God, announce God. it like that as well. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Trying to rush ahead and you're just creating a bad quality I'm on a different. I'm on a different page to you. Well, so let's go over it. Before we bro. move on, we're going to talk about two videos that have gone up over the last week uh, of performances. We talked about one a couple of weeks ago. Or was it last week? A couple of weeks ago? No. A couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago uh, DIY and the State 51 Conspiracy are presenting Hello 21, a series of performances by a number of bands. Um, this week, we had Deep Tan, Yard Act, and headlining was Sinead O'Brien. Yanni, have you seen any of this? No. Okay, Callum, what have you, what are your thoughts? Yes. Um, I have only seen Yard Act and Sinead O'Brien. Um, sorry, Deep Tan, but just didn't have time. Um, my thoughts mirror the first performance that had Oscar Lang and Court in and someone else. I think... The bands sound phenomenal. I think the setup is very good. Um, I'm going to mirror my thoughts about Yard Act again and say they are extremely exciting and 
turns out they're very good live. Mm. Liz, you told me a little anecdote about how they got together and that they hadn't performed live I together. thought they hadn't performed true? live and they got together during lockdown. I think they may have got together just before and managed to get a couple gigs in, maybe. But they're oh, still sorry, pretty point, fresh. Point story, then, Everything sorry. is a lie. They're still pretty fresh sorry, gigging-wise, anyway. <laughs> Some of those songs yeah. they haven't gigged. Well, yeah, most that, of them, I guess. Yeah. But they, they played four songs the four they've released. Um, fantastic. Sinead O'Brien was someone that I haven't well, I hadn't heard of before. Um, and really liked. I thought it was interesting, a bit different. Her delivery is very strange. Mm. But that really appealed to me. But if you I mean, I can imagine a lot of people won't like it, but they're wrong, so very good. Yeah. I would marry your Sentiments on the quality. I think it's a it's a very good showing. Um, I quite like them. This one, I don't think they did this on the last one where they show like little snippets before and after, uh, of like them getting like little photo shoot done and stuff. Did you saw? It. Oh no no no, they didn't. But it was kind of cool. Um, I watched all three today. Um, I watched your your doc yesterday when it came out, and then I watched all three today. Was it yesterday? Day four? Whenever. Doesn't matter. Deep tan. Um, first of all, we're all right. Um, next up, <laughs> I, I kind of liked it at first. I kind of liked it at first. I was getting into it, and then I didn't love a vocal style. And I don't know, it didn't do an awful lot for me. I think mostly the vocals that put it down for me, really, and the lyrics. Um, I think possibly not English native. There was some French going on. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Oh, that's yeah. my fancy. Um, <laughs> next up was Yard Act, as you mentioned. Now I was interested to see how they would perform certain songs live and they started off with Fixer Upper if I remember rightly and obviously Hello there. and I was very interested to know how they got live and how it would mean it would how good it would sound translate. how it would translate to a live performance and they answered very well and like he really gets into it and turns it into a live performance um, in a way that I wasn't yeah like I say wasn't sure of but yeah it sounded really good um, even like the monologue in Peanuts and when they came back into that was really good here in Dark Days for one of the first times essentially because it's only recently been released in that setting was cool um, and I don't Trapper's Pell's probably my least favourite song but again that sounded really good but yeah, yeah. Um, it, they're kind of a weird band I feel like the guitarist at least looks like he doesn't fit in the band <laughs> and in terms of like guitar style and stuff as well when you're kind of watching them almost doesn't fit but works really well like they're a band that could work well just with a bass player and a drummer um, but the guitarist adds so much um, and definitely it was worth being there I just if you think about it it just seems good um, and then <laughs> and we've hit the hour mark ladies and, and then <laughs> yeah. um, and then Sinead O'Brien yeah very weird delivery um, I wasn't expecting it it really took kind of took me off guard Knocked me off guard. Whatever, well, a lot of phrases. Took you by surprise. Took my surprise. But I liked it too. Music. The guitarist is really good. The whoever guitarist is was very. good They should have been there, unlike the yard. Act. Yeah, definitely. Guitarist. <laughs> because uh, it was only a guitarist and a drummer with Sinead O'Brien. There's no bass player. Um, but he did some great work. That's a sin. Yeah, it is. But no, he did a great job. And her, yeah, her vocals are very interesting. I I did get used to it, and I really liked it. But then I noticed that every song had very similar kind of vocal patterns in the delivery mm. which it kind of mm. started to kind of negates the, the weirdness of it yeah every song when you kind of read yeah, each song the same that. but like the yeah. kind of lyrics and stuff and 
it was very interesting in her delivery uh, her, um, the way she phrases sentences and lyrics and stuff it's quite interesting so I think I'll listen to more um, Sinead O'Brien in the future that's enough for me rambling on we have one more live performance video to talk about which only I watched in full so I will get through this very quickly I'm sure we'll round it up in um, 20 minutes the band Shame um, their album Junk Tank Pink is our album spotlight this week which we'll talk about very shortly they did a live performance of I think five or six of their songs and kind of uh, for anyone that had pre-ordered the album we got like a little link to go and watch it did like a little acting bit beforehand and after which was kind of funny and the performance of those songs was really good and very much looking forward to seeing them live um, but that was yes. called Live in the Flesh it was funny it was good and yeah long live shame now talking of shame <laughs> well are we in the land already can you see the, the light I can see the, the shores I can see the shores very close up to your face it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty close oh no I'm blinded by it yep. it's so bright it's almost like it's a spotlight oh. ah. <laughs> <I'm> spotlight <laughs> 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 Hello everyone, people listening at home or wherever you Hi, are Annie. Even if it's not your home, why are you in someone else's home? Mm. Are you trying to rob from them? Regardless, There's a lockdown, don't you know? It's illegal There's a spotlight here to guide you through your misdeeds <laughs> <laughs> The album Spotlight, everyone And this week... Uh, we're listening to Drunk Tank Pink by the band Shame and I can tell you for one it certainly wasn't a shame that I had to listen to this album boy is it good am I right bingo bingo yeah someone else can speak now I've had enough Um, I'll go first because I feel like Liam is more of a fan than me I would say I've listened to more beforehand yeah okay well that one um, I remember my uncle Andrew put me on to Shame before Songs of Praise was released and I really liked a few of the singles um, but I, the album for one reason or another just didn't resonate with me um, so before this album was released and we decided to do it for the pod I wasn't really excited for the release boy was I wrong fuck wow. me it's fantastic fuck him I'm coming um, around right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, it's illegal. Yeah, it is. I was just about to get the butter out as well. Um, Margarine, <laughs> you mean? Come on. I'm I'll not an animal. Actually. Oh, I'm, I'm the butter. I'm the butter, Liam's the margarine. Okay. Oh. Um, I think this is a massive improvement on Songs of Shame. Um, and honestly, I don't have enough superlatives for how good this album is fucking hell that's a big word Words. that's a big word I know <laughs> thank wow. you wow um, my favourite tracks I'm going to shock you here are all of them <gasps> oh I know if I had to be super picky Human for a Minute was probably my least favourite but I'm still a big fan of that and Ooh. based on facial expressions I'm wrong however <laughs> yeah. it's my opinion it's wrong um and honest to god this is the best album I've heard since we birthed the concept of Fools on a Hill wow mm. 
without tremendous imagery. Wow. A single Powerful. shadow of a doubt. Um, I feel like we've all pre-ordered it. I have well, it. we've all ordered I it. I had pre-ordered it. Yeah. Yeah, and we've all bought tickets to go and see them live. We have. In it's November of boy. 2071. So that'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> Can't to look that. forward to. Mm. I might take um, our grandchildren with us. <laughs> yeah. But I've, I'd just like to, I'd just like to say, okay, Liam. Um, yeah. <laughs> Born in Luton is an amazing track, and I can imagine it is going to be up there all year as one of, if not my favourite track of twenty twenty. I'd like to say on that note, Fantano, you're very wrong. Very wrong. Yes, Fantano. Oh, I was going to make a joke about liking it beforehand and then watching his video and then realising I hate it, but you know, like some people in his comments do. Yeah, yeah. You could have made that joke instead of just telling us what the joke was. Well, mm. I'd already told you that I loved Born and Luton, so I couldn't really, could I? Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. prefer to hear what a joke would have been rather than <laughs> yeah. actual joke. <laughs> rather than the actual joke. Every delivery. time. Well, I have a story about <laughs> I have a story on that one. Okay, we'll move swiftly on from that one before he gets talking. <laughs> <it>. um, <laughs> but yeah, I just love it, and I think it's going to sound even better live. And yeah. I'm a massive fan. Moving on. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> you must select a next contender. Do you want, um, should I go first? Next. Go on. Yeah, then. get out of the way. Okay, so as aforementioned, I've listened to more. There he goes. That's another one off your bingo card. Uh, I've listened to most shame um, out of us three here. I'm probably was the biggest. And I have fan. the most shame. Yes. <laughs> I'm full of shame. Um, I, just straight up, this is better than their first album. Yeah, I didn't listen to the first album much to be fair um, there's a few singles that I liked but I wasn't a huge fan um, but this is better so from the singles that came out thanks Liam uh, <laughs> the singles that came out started with Alphabet then Water in the Well then Born and Luton Live which was actually from the Live in the Flesh and then it was Snow Day is that right? and then Nigel Hitter mm-hmm. that order uh-huh. Alphabet I wasn't really into when it first came out Water in the Well, actually I think it's Born Luton next, really liked. Water in the Well, wasn't really into. And the rest I kind of liked afterwards. Um, coming back to it, I think Water in the Well is one of my favourites. Born Luton is probably my favourite. I really loved Human for a minute. I think it's the, it's the slowest, I think, probably of old tracks. Mm-hmm. And I think it fits really well and it's a really nice break and it just sounds great. Uh, I just think it's stupendous. Uh, the full album it's just it's just brilliant it's really good and I really can't wait to see it live um, yeah I think the, the, they've matured so much from that first album I say matured they are our, they are our age um, younger they did a live stream the other day and the singer said he's a 97 baby oh okay so he's oh, so I'm at least I'm younger than him I, I feel okay so Callum <laughs> at least you because you are obviously a bit later on than I am you're definitely most likely younger than he is well there's still 20 odd days after me so. potentially yeah so he could still be younger than you but he's a nice son um, but yeah I think still anyway the maturity from the first album to this is, is evident, evident. Uh, musically I just think it's brilliant the drummer is a machine um, which is evident <laughs> evident again it's a human too Liam, I think you're fine, <laughs> human for a minute um, in that live oh. thank you thank you very much oh. everybody thank you um, from that live in the flesh video He's just insane. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's it's 
it's already I, I'd be shocked if we get to the end of this year and it's not mentioned in our albums of the year 2021 yeah yeah. if, there, if there are 10 whole albums that are better than this this year is going to be, be a good year yeah phenomenal very good very good very good oh. very cherry um, thanks Liam for thank you Yanni is the next be here Yanni thank please you. tell us your um, thoughts I also love this album um, because of one thing or another, I always don't get the chance to listen to everything when we record the podcast. So every time a single has been released, I've really not been able to listen to it. So this is practically my first time hearing everything. Um, and it's all phenomenal. The And I'll just get the bad one out of the way. The only one I could do without, and I would skip it because it just doesn't do anything for me, is Station Wagon, the last song. Oh, wow. Just... A bit I think too, that's going to be amazing uh, live. Um, yeah, I mean, it just... It's just all build-up. It is all um, build-up. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just a bit boring for me compared to how the rest of the album is anyway. I do skip the um, end of Station Wagon, I would say. There you go. Um, a lot of the times reminds me of Idols in places. Um, mm. That being good, Idols. <laughs> um, and at times Parquet Courts, especially Nigel Hitter, that reminded me a lot of Parquet Courts. Um, I think it's just the rhythms yeah. uh, that they have that uh, remind me. Um, standout Nigel Hitter, <laughs> aforementioned. Bill, Born and Luton, phenomenal track. My favourite track off this album is Snow Day. I yeah. just have had that stuck in my head. It's unreal as much as i agree that uh bill is fantastic snow day is by far my favorite one it just that is a great song. i don't know it's weird it's just yeah at the end of it, it the way it builds up to it it's just it's all amazing and i remember when it was released when we were recording the podcast and hit and play on it and because obviously it goes through like five different parts mm-hmm. essentially as a song I only got to like the first section and then we had to start recording like immediately so I didn't really hear the rest of it but when he goes to like fall and it's like really low down and then it's like the really high guitar picky bit it's that's just it's just fantastic um, considering is Snow how... Day the one sorry Ian is, is Snow Day the one that they said was their best song they ever, they've ever written yes I remember that at the time someone yeah. said that yep. I think someone else um, said that about it someone had heard the album earlier oh, oh fair enough Sorry, I'm um, Yeah, I've done it again. Um, I can't even remember what I was saying, to be perfectly honest with you. But yeah, it's a uh, a very good album. Uh, no, that was it. To say they are so young, it's a very mature mm-hmm. album. Yep. Um, I, I like you say, the drummer is fantastic. They wouldn't be half the band without that drummer. The amount of like different rhythms he has going on on, on the the songs is just incredible. Um, he's fantastic. Um, I am um, so yeah. Sorry, have you done? Um, I yeah. <laughs> I do recommend. Yeah, I like <laughs> um, and anyone listening, if you get a chance in future to watch the live in the flesh video, I definitely gain more of appreciation for the guitarists as well and the bass player. Like I feel if, when you can see what they're doing, it's a lot more interesting. And like brilliant musicians. I also think something I meant to mention: the vocal, the singer. Um, the way he delivers some lines are just great and like so like punchy and <laughs> I'd say <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> the way you said the vocal singer. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say vocalist, but I changed mine. Um, of all like kind of 
modern post-punk, whatever that means. I guess these kind of yeah. get lumped into it. Um, I would say these are my favourite band, and he is the best deliverer of that style of singing and that um he does it the best deliverer. basically um i also want to say i'm interested i was quite shocked that that station wagon julie's favorite song i think for me it was great dog it's like a two minute track doesn't really do anything for me i um, like that because it's um if i'm i don't know i'll quickly find out yeah because it goes from human for a minute to great dog and human for a minute like you said it's quite slow mm-hmm. Um, the abrasive change into Great Dog. Yeah. Um, at first, I, I, I actually, I'm still undecided whether I like how different that is, um, but it's very good. I feel like it maybe could have been moved around in the order of where it's placed because, yeah, I, d- I don't like the sudden change. Mm. But um, I like that. I, got, I do actually quite like the change. I like that you have that slow one and it's just kind of like, right, back into it. Um, I actually mm. quite I like the way that some of the songs... Um, go into each other. They've done. They've. I mm-hmm. think the way they've mixed that is, is really interesting. Um, well, produced by um, James Ford, wasn't it? Yes, one? James Ford produced. Oh, I never knew that. Yes. Well, there you go. There you are. Um, I feel oh, like James Mobile Disco fame. Fame. Um, <laughs> James Ford. Uh, it's been mentioned by other bands that work with him. Is a drummer's producer because he is a drummer himself. So mm. I think it's helped a lot that he's worked with James since, like we've said before, the drummer is phenomenal. Um, it's I'm, it's good that it, all his albums that he produces all sound different. Because I feel like if you work with, we mentioned him on my album of the year, Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. you kind of know when it's almost a Rick Rubin track. Almost, like you can almost tell. Mm. I think it's to do with like the snare sound. That's just me being... Um, Musically gifted as compared to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, but yeah, uh, he, yeah, it's good. Um, it's good that they've got such a great producer on their second album, and I'm excited to see what other doors that opens for them because mm-hmm. obviously he's worked with the likes of Arctic Monkeys, Falls, Florence and Machine, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode, and just oh. reading the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, um, yeah. On that, Liam. On that note, I believe you were talking. Yes, I want to know what you guys are going to rate this out of ten. Oh, don't you just? I want to start with Callum. Callum. It's very, very strong. Very, very respectable. Nine out of ten. <laughs> Yanni. <laughs> Yanni. Yanni. Oh. Aren't we all dying to know? Go on, hey, go on. Hey, hey. I think the Range Boys are going to be a little bit sad this week. Me too. <laughs> it's a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. I feel a warm inside. Oh, Liam, Liam, Liam. Oh, I'm going to have to tell us. Why is it? Why is it, Liam? Oh, it's going to have to be a 9 out of 10. It's going to have to be a 9 out of 10. It's very almost a 10 out of 10, I feel. Yeah. Hmm. Almost, but. Almost. Not. It's a very strong <laughs> nine out of ten. It's yeah. yeah. I think we comment which one you just said it, but it's the best song album we've looked at since doing this podcast. Without a shadow of a doubt. Carl said it, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is definitely. And I, as as I said, I think we'll probably be one of the best albums this year. I uh, yeah, like you like you said, if there's albums that are better than this that get released this year, then we're in for a fucking great year of music. Mm. 
um, because this is just so good. Yeah, I'm very happy. So, so good. I think um, it it was nice for me personally as someone that didn't love Vi- oh, Viagra. That's nice, Dan. <laughs> someone who didn't love Viagra Boys' album last week, uh, as someone who was very much looking forward to it, this made up for it massively, and this kind of did what I wish that album had done. That makes me appreciate this album more and the not like that album more as well. Not that they should be the same, okay. but there are things that like, yeah, this album's fantastic. So that gives so, us a a mode a mode of nine, a medium of nine, a mean of nine, and a range. I guess it's zero. Is it? Yeah. See? The controversy. <laughs> I cannot there is no meaning. Uh, there's no range. So range fans. Are... There is no range to see. That's upsetting for those range fans out there. But just be glad of the fact that you have this album to listen to while you're crying over your low range. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. as I say every week, cry yourself to sleep with this. As album. I say every week, it's your own fault. Why are you a range fan? <laughs> why, why it's never good. Range? It's um, the highest you've had is probably like three, maybe if that. Yeah, two, exactly. Probably. It's it's never going to be good for you. So why have you changed from range to mean quickly? Yeah, mean is almost always going to be the highest. Oh no, sorry, mode. <laughs> Mode's probably the best. Um, no, uh, not necessarily. Yes. You know what? The next section we have for everyone here, <laughs> it's um, like we described at the, like I described at the start of the podcast, Sorry. this one is going to be less in-depth than usual because you can watch the video of these records that we are going to mention on our YouTube channel, which is entitled Fools on the Hill. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, on a hill. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Fools on the cliff again. On a hill. Don't hit the cliff again. Yeah. Falls on a hill. Let's have Liam's voice note playing right now of why it shouldn't <laughs> no, be. No, that's not. That's not. Um, no. Uh, but yes, so we're going to run through what we've got. Um, but if you want to see them and if you want to laugh at us, particularly Liam, uh, yeah. then please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe, ding that bell. And like, 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 like. Cal, what have you got? Um, I've only got one this week. Sad, sad times. But <laughs> the sad times are very short lived because what sad I have. Sad times never got... last is a cassette this week. It's not a vinyl. Oh, does it count? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm going to talk about it anyway. I'll let, you. I'll let you off. It's from mine and Yanni's friend, Reese Byrne. I don't know if I do. Liam knows uh, yeah. him. I absolutely yeah. know him too, yeah. Yeah, Reese Whiteley. <laughs> I do remember his, yeah. <laughs> he went to Ted. I absolutely <laughs> know who he is. I've not kept in touch with yeah. him at all, but I definitely well, know so him. Well, so you're not his friend then, are you? All right. <laughs> We I didn't know you were best friends with me. Mine and Yanni's friend and oh, Liam's acquaintance from eight <laughs> years ago. Wow, um, that long. Fuck me. <laughs> was it that long? Did not need to hear that. Was it eight years eight ago? Years. Seven, no. Jesus, well. Well, I'm in my fourth year of uni. No, it's seven <laughs> years ago. I'm in my fourth year of uni. I had a gap year. And then I went to... Well, we left school at we 16. We did A-levels. So, we did A-levels. You never like, finished, did you, Liam? Uh, I finished school. <laughs> I did finish. <laughs> I didn't finish full education. Um, so go on. Well, tell us about Reese's cassette. Come. Uh, yes, uh, our mate. Yes. Uh, Reese, your mate. Um, some mm-hmm. demos on a cassette for a fiver. Um, I like the demos anyway. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, Reese always supports us. Why not support Reece him? Certainly does. So, um, so I bought it fiver on a lovely turquoise cassette. 
which you can see on the aforementioned Falls on a Hill YouTube page. Um, that's all I've got to talk about it on here because I've Is mentioned it? it there. No, you thought. No, no, well, about, about that one. Oh, right. Okay. Can I just quickly say, um, um, no. Just because no, I, I didn't get this cassette. I have listened to a few of the demos. That's why you're um, his friend. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I spent <laughs> too much money on records this week. I can't really. Jim Albert cassette. Um, I yeah, the, what I heard of his demos are really, really good. I really like sound, but quite yeah. old, uh, old schooly. I like it. Yes. Yeah, he's also good. released two tracks this week, which we probably should have mentioned in Hot Press. We could have, yeah. but we'll put them in. We'll put them in our um, weekly playlist. Just okay for Probably. shits and gigs. Yes, we okay. can. Um, and on a much more somber note, I had to return my John Lennon "Give Me Some Truth" double oh. LP this week. Um, tell us why you're going to save that for the YouTube vid. Uh, I haven't mentioned it in the YouTube vid, so I'll tell you for why now. Um, I bought it from Amazon because I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't know why I said that. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> If that's a if that's, that's offensive to someone, I'm sorry, but I called it myself. So offensive to all the cats out there. <laughs> um, I wanted it the next day. I was impatient, but um, I read a few reviews and it said that there was some playback issue. I, I read there's a little crack at the start of Instant Karma. That is that is that is what it said. A little. Crack. Um. Um, so I played it and I sent the video to the boys. And how would you define that little crack? It sounds like there's a, cavernous, it sounds like a there's an actual crack. crack in the record. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. So I, I got I went on Amazon live chat, they replaced it, I may as well have just returned it and bought a new one, what a faff that was. Um and then the replacement came and it was potentially worse than the first one. So Brilliant. I just got my money back. I'm still waiting for the refund, but that's in process. So yeah. Positive stuff. Sorry. But John would oh. be turning in his grave. Yeah, John will be very unhappy about that, I'm sure. Uh, I know what you thought about yeah. Amazon capitalism. Um, <laughs> next up is Liam. me, I guess. Yourself. Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Floppy Dong. <laughs> Floppy Dong. <laughs> Gianni's name on, on uh, an unnamed uh, video conference and programme we use. Um, how much detail am I going in here? Just ringing for him. What have you got? Okay, I got this week. I got two pre-orders from Rough Trade that arrived together. Um, one being the album Welfare Jazz by Viagra Boys, and Drunk Tank Pink, aforementioned by Shame. Um, yeah, they arrived in the same package from Rough Trade. Um, watch the video for more information. Ah, uh, I'm not going yeah. to say that every time. <laughs> That's a little dark great, great bit of promo. Um, <laughs> I got Andy Schoff. I'm going to say Shoff, yep. his album. Yeah, we'll go with that. Neon Skyline, um, which if you haven't, go and listen to Album of the Years. Um, but I'm going to spoil it anyway, because I did spoil it in the video. Oh, no, I spoiled it in the video. Go and watch it in the video if you want to spoil it. But go and listen to the Album of the Year first. This is one of my top ten albums of 2020. I got um, the album B.E.D. by Baxter Jory, Etienne de Crety, and Delilah Holiday. Uh, big fan of Back to Jury, and this is a great album with a couple other people in as well. And I also decided to pick up Viagra Boys' first album, Street Worms, uh, which I prefer much more to this second album, and it's great. Uh, in terms of colours, should I quickly run through colours? No, no, that's no. what I was You said you, said you had, a t- you had a teal cassette, so I wasn't sure whether I should... 
Yeah, but it's a cassette. I just don't. Okay, so check out <laughs> check out our video on YouTube. Is it called Under the yeah. Needle? Is that they can look for it? No, no. Type in Falls on a Hill podcast. We're gonna give some clickbait shite titles. If you want to get views. Yeah, it'll be the only sure one that isn't entitled like podcast basically. <laughs> um, You'll see. So. We'll, have, we'll have a great clickbait thumbnail. Of all open mouth catching flies, <gasps> holding vinyl. Yeah, sure we will. Yanni, what did you get? Um, I thank you, Liam. I purchased because it was on sale, um, very cheap. I think they were leftover record store day things, but I'll get into that in the video. Um, was Jenny Lee's covers of two tracks? Uh, I'm so tired, and some things last a long time. I'm so tired was a cover of Funkazi. Some things last a long time cover of Daniel Johnston. I didn't know that. Uh, very, well, there you go. I like Funkazi. Fugazi, Fugazi, eh? Hey, hey, I'm walking it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they're very good. I'll I talk about them more in the video. So please watch that, please. If I've not sold it already, go listen to it. There is a video. I don't um, know if anyone knows that. Yeah, if anyone else <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, the next one I got was Metronomy and Clara Luciani, Luciani, Lebe, and Lucanade. Lucanade. The Grenard, okay. Um, cover of the Bay done by Clara and the Grenard is a joint effort. If I'm right I thought it was a Clara too. song. The Metronomy have covered it. Okay, well that could I work. Th- I th- that's what you said in the video, Jan. <laughs> is it? Well, I'll, I think they've yeah, we'll covered each other's songs. Makes sense. And the next one I got uh, was So Solid Crew's Twenty One Seconds EP. Nice. Um, it is wonderful. You'll see it, and I talk about the B sides that it has on it. And everything there, and then, like Cal, I also purchased Reese Burns demos EP cassette, um, same color, turquoise. Although I did not know that at the time, because uh, I was, <laughs> I was, and I still am colorblind to this what? day. As also, I am still Greek to this day. Still yeah, we Greek. Um, so yeah, um, thank you, thank you, Yanni, thank, thank you, you so everyone. much. Sharing that. Oh, wow. Okay, it's all right. And that. Do you want to uh, hit people with the? I uh, do. Yeah. Let's end, with the God song. Did we already? <laughs> yeah. Go on. Hit them with the God song. I want to hit people with uh, some just a bit of information, bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> um, first up, um, ready for next week, the spotlight. I don't know what it is. What is it? Didn't we Have pick we the, the new Lonely the Brave album? We did pick the new Lonely the Brave album, which unfortunately... The name escapes us. The name does escape us. Uh, maybe by <laughs> the end I might loop back and uh, cover that again. But in the meantime, make sure you follow us on our socials. Um, Instagram and Facebook, it's Falls on a Hill Podcast. Twitter, it's Falls on a Hill Pod. Uh, YouTube, if you want to... It's called The Hope List. Sorry. <laughs> the Hope, the hope List. Like, we're talking. Yeah. Okay, so next week's album spotlight is Lonely the Brave's album, The Hope List. Um, yeah, follow us there. Um, check us out on YouTube, Falls on Hill. Smash that like button. Um, there will be video content up, bell. as Yanni said at the beginning. Um, uh, but the podcast will be staying in podcast form for best quality, and we'll have them up as well with a picture. Uh, playlist will be available on Spotify when this is released. If Liam can be asked. Hopefully, we'll have Yanni on that. But I'm sure no one cares because um, you can find the songs yourself. But I will. I will do that. <laughs> Um, and on that note anything from you boys just a bye 
Just a, a big buy just, from me. Just three big buys from three <laughs> big boys. Good night, everybody. Uh, Howdy. See you next week. Oh, hello. You say goodbye. And I say, howdy.